Welcome to the Dollars and Cents Radio Show with your host, accountant and author Carol Topp, the homeschool CPA. Carol takes confusing topics such as money and business and puts them into clear English. She's ready to share her knowledge with you on today's show. Hello, everyone. This is Carol Topp, host of the Dollars and Cents Show. This is the second of three-part interview with Becky Abrams, a homeschool leader from Oregon. And in the previous episode, she explained how she started a homeschool co-op being a brand new homeschooler. And that's because she was desperate. Her sons were miserable and lonely and homeschooling was a disaster after only one month in. So sometimes uh, necessity is the mother of invention. And in this episode, she talks about how she started that homeschool co-op from scratch, being brand new to homeschooling herself, how she found her first helper, how her whole board came together. I think you might find that very interesting. And then she goes on to give some advice uh, now that she's been running the organization for about four years about how she lets members have a voice and encourages them to feel part of a community. I think you might really glean some encouragement and helpful information about running your homeschool group from Becky Abrams. Started um, talking to, there were a few ladies that came to these field trips and get-togethers pretty regularly. And so I started Mm -hmm. talking to them and and picking their brains and seeing if they'd be interested in something like a co-op. And so that was kind of how we got um, the initial board members. Because after reading your book and and doing some other research, I kind of felt like, if we're going to do this, and there's this much interest, and I had a feeling it would be bigger than just, you know, four or five families. I had a feeling it would be... 20 or 30 families, which it did. It ended up being like 32 the first year. Wow. (laughs) Kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, So I thought, okay, if it's going to be like a little bigger, then we want to be, you know, fairly organized and have a board and have other people. And I've learned the hard way in the past to not take things on by myself. (laughs) Oh uh, yeah, that's yeah. that's the background you have. Yeah, which, that that yeah, does I, transfer a lot. Uh-huh. It helps, doesn't it? Yeah. So I Good. thought I'll um, see if I can find some other ladies that would be willing to be on the board and help make decisions and be in leadership. And so started asking. I asked one, and I've told her since. And she, this this um, was their last year at co-op because her kids are getting bigger, and she's having she's actually having a baby right before school starts. So we're gonna miss them. And mm-hmm. I told her at the end of last year, I told her that God, I felt like God sent her because she was the only one that I asked. I had asked quite a few people, you know, would you be interested in this? Would you be interested in helping with the leadership? And mm-hmm. she was the only one that wasn't like, <laughs> you know, like, no, 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 don't. I, no, thank wow. you. Yeah, she actually was like yeah that sounds great and I'm really excited and oh isn't that refreshing yeah (laughs) she was like I want to know more I want to hear more about your ideas and she came you know just her came over and I had just met her like three or four months before and she came over and listened to all my ideas and thoughts and it didn't scare her she was totally like we should totally do this and she just she's the type of person that is she doesn't want to be a leader, but she's a very good support person. Okay. 
And so yeah. she, it was great because that was totally where she was coming from. Like, I, I'll support you in this, and I'd be happy to be on the board and help. She helped a lot with the, like, hospitality and just the hands-on. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Need somebody like that. Yeah, like yep. trying to think about what are we going to need? Do we need cups? Do we, do we need napkins? Just all of that yeah. stuff. She was the first one to to kind of say, yeah, let's do this. And I don't. If she hadn't done that, I don't think I would have kept going. <laughs> it was kind of discouraging because well, most people yeah. are, you know, kind of shy away from from that. Well, don't, Becky, don't you think it's true? If somebody's like, I'm willing to help, but. I, you know, I don't want to steer the ship, but I'll help row it. And that was that was what that woman kind of said. And so long as you were saying, yeah, I, I'll help steer the ship, but I need people to row, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and that was... That works. That mm-hmm. was what I... I mean, I did that for... I don't remember the timeline. I, it was over, like, a two-month period. And mm-hmm. there was just a lot of, you know, kind of praying about it and talking to my husband and being like, am I... Are you sure? Do you really think this is a good idea? Just having Mm -hmm. to think, okay, I'm just going to keep going. And so she was my first, like, yes. And then, um, so then it was her and I. And then she, so then she was praying about it and kind of, she had been homeschooling uh, a handful of years more than I had, like four or five more years. So she knew kind of the community a little better. Oh, that was great. Yeah. She yeah. brought along, I want to say, it might have been the rest of the board that she Could had be. invited either one way or another. So she kind of would mention it to them, and then they would want to talk to me and hear the ideas. And that was kind of over two months. That was about how the board came together. And So it was pretty quick in, in two months. I mean, you know, in, in a few months here, you've thought of the idea. You did your research. You found one person. One, because really what it helps to kind of bounce ideas off of, she she brought in more. Mm-hmm. And in a few more months, yeah, you're looking at something really developing here. Yeah, yeah. we. That's, Great. I think that's kind of how I do things. <laughs> I, I look at it now, and we have a new board. I We have one original board member and myself, obviously. Um, and then we kind of have a new board at this point. And I look at it now because... I used to send just email after email, and we would all group text and phone calls, and they were so great because if I did that to the board now, I think they'd all be like, lady, you are out of control. (laughs) (laughs) So, and, you know, we're not in the – we were drafting a co-op from scratch. Right, And so I'm so thankful that we had this really neat group of ladies that, were patient with all of my questions and I really did want it to be like the board starting the co-op and not like the board, but this, you know, team of ladies that all were Mm -hmm. invested in it and cared. I didn't want it to just be my ideas and just my theories and I wanted to make you know. It's harder for them to get buy-in. You have to then sell your idea to them, and maybe they'd be on board. But it's—I uh, mean, the word co-op means you cooperate together, mm-hmm. right? So they should have some ownership, uh, some input into this. And granted, not all 32 families had input, and not all 32 families probably wanted input. Probably a lot of them were 
perfectly happy to say, you got something for me? I'm on board. Let, you know, I'll follow you. Just lead. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. And yeah. it's worked out really well. We, I have found, it's interesting, and I don't know if it's just our co-op or our region or if this happens everywhere, but it seems like the people that join the co-op, it fits a certain type of personality for the most part, where, where hmm. we have the majority of the families that come are more thankful and happy to just have something to be a part of. Oh. And um, so they they know that the board makes the decisions, and they know that, like, I um, am a big player. And a lot, you know, we're a true co-op, so a lot of the moms teach. And so they definitely, like, they all have some input and some participation. But if some of them, like, if they're not teaching a class and they're not on le- in leadership, then they... I feel like they get to just come and enjoy it, and they have to help in the classrooms, but there's not as much. And they, But the cool thing is, like, a lot of them seem to really like that. And yeah. every year at the end of the year, I'm always looking for input, and I always make a little survey. Here's the link to the survey that you guys can take. And I'm always expecting this big response of, well, we were unhappy with this, and this happened, and... And we need no. to think we should change this and that. And um, I rarely get a very much response at all. And sometimes mm-hmm. I feel like no response is good. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, because otherwise it might be complaining. So yeah. how do you think, I mean, if you could bottle that up and sell it, other co-op leaders would love to have whatever it is that you're doing that you basically have happy, thankful people. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, so I didn't did finish you? my story. <laughs> Okay. So one, okay, yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> Let me finish. <laughs> so, the ones that are more of the forward personality, which that I fit in that category. It's hard for me to be a part of something and just be like, oh, this is great. I just love it. And I'm trying to learn to be more that way. And the uh-huh. I get, I'm getting better. But, you know, not everybody's that way. Okay, so what I was going to say is the ones that are more like want to have a voice and want to have uh, maybe position of leadership, it's really cool because they join co-op and um, our board member terms are two years. And I, as much as I would love to have initially, I was kind of like I didn't want any of the board members to change at any point. Like, no, let's never change. Mm-hmm. But. Two years come along, and that's a long time. People change, and their plans change, yeah. and so our yeah. board has changed. But what's happening is these these ladies that want to have more of a voice and be in leadership, it's working out for them to be on the board. And so we're kind okay. of finding that that balance of the ones. I had one last year who she was so great and, like I said, just had a really good attitude and was, really positive but she was willing to put in the work and she by the end of the year she was asking me like do you where can I help you and um, what do you need help with and so by the end of the year she was she actually said if you want me to be on the board I could be on the board and so I know she it kind I kind of was getting the impression that she would like to be involved more and she was willing right Definitely, and, yeah. Yeah, and it was cool because then kind of over the late spring, we had a couple changes on the board and we needed somebody, and there she was. And How how many board members do you have now, Becky? We have six. 
Okay, started, that's a nice size. Yeah, we started with five, and then I can't remember how we got up to six. At one point, we got up to seven, which was, it's too much. I We didn't anticipate it until after we had already done it. Um, okay. That having more than about six, it's almost impossible to coordinate schedules for board meetings. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yes. and we were kind of like, yes. that, yeah, it's too many. Even yeah. six is hard to coordinate. Because we, you know, as much as we could meet if we were missing somebody, every each person brings such such good perspective. And, you know, I feel like God has orchestrated the board members every year to have different perspectives and personalities. That's important, yeah. Yeah, and I I can be more of a, like, run over the people <laughs> which like I said I'm trying to get better but I'm so thankful for the other ladies on the board that are like oh I think if we did that that might really hurt people's feelings <laughs> yeah and, you need those people to remind you that oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 so we try not to meet um unless everybody can be there but it's it was hard when the board uh, we uh, at my co-op it, it took quite a bit of planning but I think when I when I was in leadership and I'm not now but they tried to hold the board meetings during co-op time, yeah. which meant that, again, a lot of scheduling because then the, the, the board, who which was only like five or six people, couldn't be teaching or that was their volunteer hour. So we all had to have the same hour free of yeah. teaching responsibilities, but that was considered our, our service hour, if you will. You had, to, you had to either teach or help, and that was our, our helping hour. So, yeah, and the kids were, were taken care of, right? I should look at that for this year because, yeah, we had, we've we never actually tried to do it during co-op for the same reasons. A couple of the board members are usually teachers, and we don't all have right. the same period where we're off together. Right. Maybe we right. can coordinate that because it, it's tricky to do it otherwise. It's tricky. It's hard, it's hard to get together. Well, the thing is, though, when you do it like that, then you have to – your meeting can't go long. It's going to fit the time. I was thinking about but, that. We'd have to stay on track. <laughs> <laughs> but you are meeting almost if you meet weekly, if your co-op meets weekly, a lot of them do. You're meeting every week, so it's easy to say, we don't have time, we'll pick that up next time because we're going to see you in a week, not a month or two months or three months from now. So, yeah, yeah. frequent meetings. They were, they, you know, it helped us so much do with things that were small before they got big. Making time to deal with stuff, that's a good idea. Thank you for joining the Dollars and Cents Radio Show with Carol Topp here at the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. For more helpful information, visit Carol at her website, homeschoolcpa.com.